This is Tending Seeds, and I'm your host, Sarah, talking to you about homesteading, gardening, and herbalism. Hey, friends. Happy New Year. We are kicking off our first episode of 2024 with Mike here with us as well. Hello. Getting to be a regular fixture on the podcast, which I love. Can't get rid of me now. Nope. Definitely not getting rid of you. So we want to kind of wanted to do a little bit of like a recap of 2023 and then also talk about our goals for 2024. Um, you guys know I'm pretty like goal and plan oriented and we've done previous episodes in the past about that too. So I think let's kick off just by talking about 2023 and kind of evaluating like what we managed to accomplish. So what are you most proud of, Mike, that we did last year? First of all, I can sum 2023 up in one word. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a heck of a year. Um, there was lots and lots of things happening that year, or last year. Good, bad, and the ugly. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Definitely. But um, overall, our lives are better than they were in 2022, so and so forth. So what was your question again? What are you most proud of that we accomplished last year? <sighs> That's like asking me to pick my favorite okay. song or well, favorite book. How about just a couple things then? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm most proud of, of actually getting through our first full year on the property, living off grid, overcoming all the obstacles and all the the difficulties. That first winter. That first winter, <laughs> all of that stuff. So, I'm, I mean, I'm really proud of that. There's some other things I'm proud of, but I'm sure that they align with what you're proud of too. So I'll let you okay. mention those. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Definitely just proud of us for getting through that first year off grid. It was really challenging. Our neighbors, which neighbors is such a loose term when you live on so much land, but our neighbors said it was the worst winter in like 20 plus years. Uh-huh. And it was a lot to get through, especially in a 30 foot camper trying to keep that heated space was tight. <laughs> it was definitely an adjustment. I think if you can live with anyone in a 30 foot camper and not, not only not kill each other, but not fight all the time and just generally still get along with each other. It's a pretty good sign. I didn't have to sleep, literally sleep in the doghouse once last winter. (laughs) Or the pig shelter. (laughs) Or the pig shelter. (laughs) Yeah. So I think getting through that first year off grid, just figuring out like the ins and outs of everything was pretty impressive. I'm I'm really proud of what we accomplished. I'm really proud of you for figuring out like all the solar setup and everything that we needed. And um, that was something Mike really took on by himself because I'm still working like a day job. So that really, a lot of that stuff really just fell to him. I was only helping on weekends and stuff. The other really big thing we got done on the homestead this year, and by we, I do mean mostly Mike again, was that we got a septic system in, which... I won't spend too much time on that because we've talked about it in previous episodes, but was an expense we weren't planning on because we were planning to do composting toilets, but the county insisted we still had to have a septic system. So that was a lot of time and work and money and planning that uh, Mike really kind of spearheaded. But you did your part too. Supervision. Like there's got to be a project (laughs) manager and a job site superintendent on every job. I did the work. You supervised. You were the job site foreman. I supervised. I yelled out the window, get back to work. No. (laughs) So yeah, so that was really nice. That was like a big project that moved us forward. We ran out of time getting some other things done that now we'll just focus on in 2024. I was also really happy with our garden this year. So it was, you know, our first year growing 
growing in Colorado, growing at this kind of elevation. So there was a lot of new stuff for us and also just challenges with the fact, you know, we're off grid. So we're hauling water for ourselves and for the garden. Yeah. But I feel like we had a pretty good first season. We learned a lot. Um, We know a lot more now for what we're going to do next year, next season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was really happy with the way the garden, we got a late start on the garden, Mm -hmm. probably about a month late at least. And and being a short season as it is, and then not knowing what the soil was going to be like and just using the native soil, we did really well. It loved the acorn squash and the zucchini loved the soil and the calendula and the peppers, but everything else didn't really like it. Like we couldn't grow a single edible tomato, it seemed like. I think that was more... I don't even know if that was the soil. I think a little bit soil and also just our growing season and temperatures. We only had one month. July was the only month where it even got hot enough that we needed the AC and the camper. And so we had a lot of green tomatoes, but they just, we really just, I think we got two actual red tomatoes from all our plants. But they had that end rot on them. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So we had, yeah, we had that end blossom rot, which I think we talked about also. And that hit some of our squash as well um, later in the season. So they were doing really, really well. And then we started having to kind of harvest those a little sooner and, and chop off the end. And, you know, the rest of it's totally usable. But yeah, so I think overall, though, our first season, we learned a lot. We, we got some good stuff from the garden. We had some really nice, yummy meals. But yeah. next year will be even bigger and better. Yep. And then the other thing we accomplished, not really related to homesteading, but we opened a brick and mortar business in a nearby town. So we opened our tattoo and piercing studio. And that's been doing really, really well. Community support and turnout has been awesome with that. And We've made so many great friends and connections through that as well um, with local people here. So that's been a really, a really awesome, I I won't say social avenue because we're still so busy that we don't really have much of a social life, but it has given us at least interaction with other people, (laughs) which has been good. Yeah. And, And it's been really good for the homestead and farm too, because we've had a lot of clients that, for example, um, the excavation uh, or gravel, we needed gravel, and there's a, a really good excavation company in town, and they wanted some tattoos, so we just traded out the tattoos for them to haul up, you know, dump truck loads of of gravel, which you know we would have had to pay for, and we did pay for it either way. I mean, it's just the business paid for it in a better way than us having to get it out of pocket. So it's been beneficial. The tattoo business has been beneficial to the farm as well. Yeah, no, it's been great. Yeah, the gravel. Um, we had another client who had a small skid steer that he owned, and we traded out, and he loaned that to us for probably like almost a month, I think. And yeah. so we got a lot done on the property with that. Yeah, um, yeah, just those connections and stuff have been really important, and just helping us get more integrated into the community, and helping with you know the farm business, the herbal business as well, making connections with people who we did a lot of holiday markets this past winter, and it was just nice to see. It gives you some validity in the community, I think, too, that, you know, we run into a lot of people that already know us from the tattoo shop and then they're like, oh, cool, you guys do this, too. And it's just really fun. So, right. What what was really fun was one of our tattoo clients posted on their social media a picture of some of the products from the farm and said, when your tattoo artist also makes delicious Seasoning. seasonings yeah. as well and posted it on Instagram and tagged us. And that was really cool. So, yeah, no, that was awesome. So I think all in all, like, it's easy to look at each individual aspect of our lives, like the homestead or the farm and and things like that. And to feel like 
all right, we didn't accomplish as, as, as much as we wanted to. But then when you kind of pull back and look at the big picture of everything we did, like surviving our first year off grid on the homestead, especially that first winter and our first growing season. And we really grew the business. We opened a second business with a tattoo shop. We were definitely really busy. I feel like we are and, and busy in good ways, like not just aimless wandering. Like we really accomplished some great stuff this year. Yeah. Um, and I think it gives us a really good foundation to, to build on for next year as well. For this year. For this year now. Yeah, it's yeah. 2024 now. Yeah. And then we had some tough stuff last year as well. We've talked about it. Yeah. We've talked about like the pigs and mm-hmm. um, December was, was tough as well. Mike's mom passed away. And then right before the end of the year... Uh, we had to put, say goodbye to one of our dogs. Um, so now Freya, our one remaining dog, is kind of queen of the roost. <laughs> she she misses her bud. But yeah, I think she's kind of enjoying the extra attention. I don't know. It's, it's a little hard to tell sometimes. But yeah, it was interesting to see when <clears throat> the last week of Hero being with us, she he wasn't eating anymore. And she just stopped eating too. She would just not eat her dinner or her, her meal. And that was really interesting to see, like on a psychological or social, like to watch animals and how animals grieve and know what's happening. The, you know, uh, uh, as humans, we get it. But then to mm-hmm. watch your your pets do the similar things, it was fascinating. And it was heartbreaking to see how she wouldn't eat her food because he, because he wouldn't eat. And yeah, anyways, <clears throat> yeah, no, it was, it was heartbreaking, but it was tough. Yeah, but. It was time to say goodbye, which was really hard. But yeah, yeah, he he was a, he was a great doggo, and we still have all our dogs. We always get them cremated. And we, you know, eventually we'll plant some fruit trees on the property and stuff for them, and have a little area for them, and and they'll be part of the land forever. So that's that's kind of the upside there. And then you guys probably know I've talked about like New Year's Eve is like my favorite holiday, and I love to reflect on the year and goal plan for the next year and. Uh, when I met Mike, I kind of dragged him into that same habit. <laughs> and so it's been a lot of fun. And then it's been good. It's been good. It's been really helpful. And it's good for me. Yeah, it's been good for both of us, I think, to it's nice to do that brainstorming together because you think about things from different angles. And then it's also just good to go into the year feeling like you're on the same page and you have a plan. And we decided to end the year on a on a positive note. So we got married as well. Yep. Nothing, nothing fancy. Just kind of went by ourselves and did it. And uh, once we've got something built on the property, hopefully we'll have a big party with family and friends and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's like one more good thing for the year. Yeah. So that was 2023. Definitely like a busy year. Uh, I think. Wow. <laughs> Your word for it definitely sums it up pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking to ahead to 2024 or now that we're in, well, we're halfway through the first month. What kind of stuff are you really looking forward to working on this year? Being just as busy as we were last year. <laughs> right. But seeing more of a visual scale of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my first... Well, during the wintertime right now, my priority or goals is to try and introduce as many new products to the Nordic Fox Farm brand of products that we already make. So we've added the uh, smoked garlic salt. Mm-hmm. seasoning we've added the smoked jalapeno salt seasoning now we're working on perfecting a steak seasoning blend so i'd like to get you know finish tweaking that get that to market before the spring markets actually start happening before the farmers markets and stuff and also the 
the handmade products like the charcuterie and cutting boards, the those little those little things that we make because we have the sawmill and we've got extra always leftover extra scrap wood and instead of just letting it go to waste or mulching it or 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 burning it in the wood stove especially when it's like walnut or maple or you know oak or hickory those really nice woods we decided let's start making things with it so that's what we're doing other than that so when the when the snow melts my first priority as soon as as soon as we're we're out of the the clear so to speak and we can get concrete trucks up the mountain then uh pour the foundation have the get the foundation poured so I'm hoping the last week of March, first week of April, we can make that happen. Get the foundation poured and then go right into getting the shop building up. Then go right into building the upstairs apartment and the shop building so we can get out of the 30-foot camper. Yeah, that'll definitely be super nice on a lot of levels. So we were even talking about that today before we recorded, how we just can't wait to to have that up and to have that space for ourselves and we have stuff in like a small storage unit, get everything out of storage. And, you know, the shop is going to have the industrial kitchen for us to be able to process herbs and vegetables and everything. It's just going to be so nice to have that room to really spread out. It's, it's tough, like making teas and and running a business when everything's kind of in like Tupperware containers. And so every time you have to go to make something, you're, you're pulling everything out and yeah, starting from scratch on it. So having the ability to like make larger batches of things and pre- bag and label products and have them ready to go is going to be really really nice yeah like like the jalapeno salt for example or the garlic salt it's been so popular that we only have enough space and we've been using there's a back office in the back of the tattoo studio that we use as our as our office (laughs) slash um storage for all of our dry goods and that's kind of, and we have a, be- a bench set up where we do our assembly line for when we're making teas and salves and oils and all that kind of stuff. But we only have so much room. So we'll make a dozen jars of jalapeno salt and literally sell them all in one day and then have to make more because right. we don't have the room to make a hundred at a time. So, but we actually are ahead now. We actually have, <laughs> we, are, have we are ahead. We have jars on the <laughs> shelf ready to ship. Yep. The shop is restocked. So that's, that's a good feeling for sure. And then. I think that kind of takes us into one of our other goals for the homestead and the business related to it is that we're hoping to start getting into some retail spaces this year. So in addition to just selling through the website, and then we also have shelves of our stuff here in the tattoo studio, people can come pick, pick up orders locally here. But yeah, like one of our big goals is to start wholesaling to some other kind of cool independent retailers and yeah. and getting our stuff out there. So that's a big goal. Hopefully by end of spring or early summer, we'll have found a few places. Yeah, we don't want to be in a Whole Foods or something. But but there's like here in town, there's a, a little small privately owned business called Farm Runners. Uh, they've got a little retail store with a little deli cafe. They do wholesale distribution for small farms. So we don't want them to be wholesaling our products, but we'd like to have a little retail, a little shelf space in there that sells our products. And you know, little stores like that across the country, um, you know, privately owned. And kind of going with that, that also means increasing production. So planning out the garden this year, we're hoping to, at the very minimum, double our garden size from last year, possibly even triple it because... Well, we're going to need to plant at least 500 jalapeno plants this year. Okay, so quadruple. <laughs> no, I mean, in that one space, yeah. in that one space, we could do the 500 jalapeno plants plus... Everything we did last year. Yep. 
and yeah. we want to double that. So I think that right. I think the one space we already have the dirt already you know and it's fenced that's going to be enough to do Mm -hmm. all the jalapenos that we need plus all the calendula that we need and then all the produce that we need to feed ourselves Mm -hmm. and then in the fall be able to chop and drop the jalapenos and those those kind of plants that are done when it starts to get cold and then get the garlic in the ground right yeah that's going to be a big one so we have some big plans that's for sure we've been kind of pricing out you know, bulk seeds for this uh, first year of really ramping up production. And then we'll go back to just seed saving. And that's really great on two fronts. You know, if you garden, then, you know, first off, it's great financially because you're free seeds for next year. And then the second is that you're getting seeds that are acclimated to your specific microclimate. And it just makes for better plants year after year as they get more and more adapted to like your soil and your growing conditions. So I get really nerdy about that. Like I'm excited about that to see, you know, six or seven years from now, like how, how different our plants all look because they've gotten so used to our soil and and growing where we're living right now. So Mm -hmm. I like to geek out about that kind of other big goals that we talked about, you know, getting the shop built. That's like a huge priority. Of course, I think in terms of infrastructure, that's probably going to be like a pause point for us once we have that done. And then we'll just be kind of rocking out in the shop for a while, saving money. And then hopefully in a year or two can actually like get to work on the actual house. And then, yeah, just really ramping up everything for Nordic Fox Farm. Um, Mike has been doing all these great like woodworking projects that he mentioned. So getting more of those like listed on the website as well to offer in addition to all the herbal stuff we do and keep expanding our seasoning line. And then, you know, we still have our, our brick and mortar. We still have the tattoo shop here in town. Um, that's been really consistently busy for us. So that still pulls a good bit of time out of our week. But in a good way, it's it's nice to have a break from the property sometimes, especially uh, when you're at risk of being snowed in. So it's good to have somewhere else to go for a minute. I'm excited, though. These So I, I got to I gotta, because I'm in the middle of making them right now. The, the cutting boards and charcuterie boards. Like it's hard to articulate or describe over over audio and not show you pictures, but basically it's a two sided board. So on one side it's a cutting board with like a juice groove and everything, and then on the other side it's a charcuterie board that has bowls carved into it for your olives and those kind of things, and then a big section for your your meats and cheeses. But the ones I'm working on right now are peach, so the wood that I'm using is from a peach tree that we got, and. Never would have thought about it because one, peach trees don't grow that big. That you know, good good peach farmers keep them pruned back pretty well, so they produce right. a lot of fruit. So they don't get a lot of big. You don't get a lot of big material out of it. But we got this this log this that's like two feet in diameter, three feet in diameter by like three or four feet long. That's gonna that I haven't even sawed up yet. And then we got a couple other pieces that were like 12, 13 inches in diameter. Uh, by like five feet long and I sawed one of those up and the wood is like this old bright orange color wood just like a peach the inside of the wood the core of that tree looks just like a peach looks yeah that's beautiful yeah so I'm making those right now we'll have them up on the website soon for people to look at and the other cool thing is no two are ever alike they're they're always different so you flip it over to the charcuterie side and the bowls are always carved differently uh, it's just kind of unique and it's fun Really, for me, it's about having a an outlet for my artistic, creative side during the wintertime. And they are beautiful. And, and like you said, they're also unique, too. And watching him pour like these layers of epoxy to fill like different hollows and cracks and things like that is like super fun. And 
And then the finished product is always super beautiful. So he made it, I, he made a handful of them this past winter that we took to market and we sold out within the first like hour, hour and a half that we were at the market. So that was, I think that's a good sign that he yeah. should, he should probably keep making them. So yeah, we sold out like in the first two hours, I think <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of them, but there was, there was a few. And then the comments that we were getting was like, I've never seen anything like this before of all the cutting boards on the market. I've never seen this. And why are they so cheap? And my response is, well, I didn't really know what they would sell for. I had no idea. So, so yeah. we're going to sell them for a little bit more money this yeah. time, but we're still not going to be stupid expensive. No, that was just the first kind of test batch to, yeah. to figure out, you know, the kinks and everything. But yeah. yeah, so I think we have a lot of really good stuff coming down the pike in 2024. We're also going to hopefully kind of prioritize ourselves a little bit more. We kind of noticed 2023 got... A, got a little hectic at points and we didn't do the best job taking care of ourselves in terms of like physical health and stuff like that. So we're trying to kind of carve mm-hmm. out time for going to the gym maybe once or twice a week and then also just relaxation. So one of the things I love about Colorado is we have all these awesome hot springs and I, it's been like seven months <laughs> since we went. And so we are fixing that very soon, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, time. There's two of them that are within hours drive, hour and a half drive. We still just don't make the time to go. We're always working on something. So, yeah, that's going to be a new goal for that's going to be a, the the one of the goals, obviously, for 2024. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to get that dialed in. So rest is important, most definitely. But yeah, I'm excited for this year. I think we've got really big stuff ahead. I'm excited to share it with you guys as we kind of unroll and unveil new things, including we're working on a new website right now for the farm. In the meantime, the old website at foxandelder.com is still up. Um, still filling orders from that. Thank you guys for all the orders recently. We really appreciate it. And like Mike said, we are stocked up on smoked jalapeno salt and smoked garlic salt right now. So those are in the store and you can check them out there and we'll keep you guys updated as we transition to the new website. Um, hopefully really, really soon. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Nope. Good. Sweet. All right. We're keeping this short because we want to get to work on our goals for the year. We'd love to hear about your goals too. So you can hop on over to our social media, Facebook and Instagram, Nordic Fox Farm. Um, When we post the episode, I'd love to hear about some of your homesteading goals too. And we'll talk to you guys really soon. In the meantime, keep your hands dirty and your heart open. (laughs) 